Hello and welcome everyone to episode eight of An Open Window. Hope you're all having a wonderful Tuesday morning. Well, it's a Tuesday morning for me. I guess this might go out on a Thursday. So hope you're having a good Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited to be here. I have lots to talk about today. This episode is going to be about role models, obviously. And uh, I'm really excited to talk about it because I feel like once I get done, and especially when I have to go over and re-edit the thing and I have to re-listen to the things that came out of my mouth, um, I'm just I'm just going to be really excited and like re-motivated about it. I'm already motivated to talk about it. So let's just go ahead and start with first how the last week has been. I hope your week has been amazing. My week's been great. It's been a lot of work since last Tuesday. I worked all six days in between at my job. And in the meantime, um, I had to, I was editing last week's podcast and then I was filming uh, this actually no I might have finished last week didn't I I did I finished filming last week and I had said on my last podcast that it was going to be up on the Thursday after well that's a good joke because I didn't finish editing it until yesterday Monday so it took me like an additional six days to edit it I probably spent like six or seven hours I think editing it um, and I still have to upload it and our internet's still pretty shoddy so hopefully it doesn't take a couple days to upload like the last one did but it took so long to edit um it was it it didn't turn out the way that i was hoping that it was going to but i'm glad that it didn't because i got to do something else instead with all the footage and it was kind of i mean it was good practice and that's all the video was for but it was more practice for the end like for the post-production yeah for the post-production stuff because all the stuff was already shot and all the days were already set up and stuff like that. And I didn't want to have to re-record everything. So I decided that I would just uh, try and make the editing fun and see what I could make with, you know, what I already had. And uh, the finished product would have been 35 minutes. And I thought that was just way too long for something that's not like a documentary. So I managed to cut about 10 minutes of footage out of it. And yeah, I'm excited. I added some nice little fun edits and I really tried my best to add some pretty cool transitions in there as well. And yeah, I mean, it was it was all good. It was a great experience overall. Oh, and yeah, so I'm finally uh, going to be uploading that today and can't wait for that to go out. I'm just really excited to like, you know, get the ball rolling on the next video. I'm having a really good time. Just the whole workflow process, filming editing and posting and uh it just feels good to to post um i've been really happy with the past couple videos i've made so it's made it like obviously infinitely better it's just so much it's so easy and so fun and well it's not easy i mean like it's a lot of hard work but like it's really coming across as pretty easy for me i don't feel like i'm struggling too much or anything like that and i really appreciate that and uh that's probably why i really enjoyed doing it so much uh speaking of youtube i am going on a trip with ellie tomorrow i think i've been talking about it for the past couple weeks we finally have decided for the most part what we're going to be doing we're going out for the day we didn't know if we were going to stay the night out there or not but we're just going for the afternoon well i guess like the morning in the afternoon um, but we're going to Bastrop and Smithville. And Smithville is like an old railroad town. So there's a couple of cool things to do there. 
And then apparently downtown bash drops really nice as well. And me and Ellie haven't been there. We're going to creatively challenge ourselves. So uh, we have a lot of like filming and stuff we're going to do. We're going to try and get some good Instagram pictures and just like do the whole thing. Because we're really trying to like do this thing. She's got like a content calendar for all of her Instagram stuff that she needs to coordinate and things she needs to do for her photography business. And then I'm also trying to get my name out there, I guess. So we got a lot of stuff planned. It's going to be a lot of work, but we're going to really enjoy it. I think the whole like newness of trying to be creative and stuff like that is going to be really different as well as just being somewhere new. I think it'll just be an exciting day overall. And I'm really excited about it. And I can't wait to film that video. I can't wait to edit that video and relive the trip after I'm already home and stuff like that. And then be able to post it so that her and I can look at it in the future and like reminisce about you know going there it's really cool man and uh anyways let's go ahead and start talking about role models today so oh man <sighs> okay so let's go ahead and start so number one uh i think i have yeah i have six role models on here there's multiple people in some of these and yeah so I don't think this list is going to be too long, but it's going to be a little heartfelt. Ooh, because these people mean a lot to me. Ooh. Um, all right. So, oh, and I just want to mention as well, last week's podcast, I was very tired. And this week's podcast, I got like eight hours of sleep last night. And I have a hella strong coffee Ooh, from Sonic. And uh, which if if you live around, if you live anywhere that's got a Sonic, you go to Sonic before 10 in the morning, you can get a large iced coffee with French vanilla in it and cream and sugar and stuff like that for like a dollar twenty or like maybe just a dollar. I'm not sure. We got me and Ellie got two large coffees and we got French toaster sticks and it was four fifty. So maybe they're two dollar coffees. Anyways, they're huge, they're really good, and they last you like three hours so i'm really amped up right now i'm kind of like buzzing a little bit so yeah there i just feel like there's a stark difference between this episode and last episode because i'm like fucking jittery and crazy right now all right so let's get started role model uh, number one so we got my dad is number one uh just anytime i think about role models he's usually the first one that comes to mind uh he's obviously super important to me uh he is like my stepdad but he's really like my dad dad he's been there like my whole life and stuff like that so yeah i don't know he's just really dope and him and i have made our relationship like pretty special uh especially over like the last six years and stuff like that because we kind of i don't know i guess we weren't like the closest closest you know uh i don't know what the the dynamic really was all that much because i don't remember a whole lot but i know it was kind of odd it wasn't like normal i guess but i don't really know if either of us could explain why i don't know but uh we both went through something like relatively traumatic and we bonded and like for whatever reason that just made us like hella close and we're all like super tight he's like my like one of my best friends and stuff like that at this point i don't like, he's definitely my dad and he has that title but him and i are more like I don't know we're like bros <laughs> it's really cool we talk about like literally whatever we want 
and there's like nothing off limits so i don't have to like watch my p's and q's just because he's my dad like we just shoot the shit and have a good fucking time every time we see each other i'm seeing him on the 31st and i'm super stoked about it because he's been out of town for a while and uh i think the last time i saw him was almost two it'll be over two months since i saw him before that uh because last time i saw him was like near his birthday it was like june 25th or something i think i know his birthday was on the 25th or it's the 27th i always get it confused but we went out to dinner him ellie and i all went out to dinner and uh and yeah so i'm excited it's been two months since i've seen him but uh yeah so we connected over something that was pretty rough and uh at this point we're like spiritual people we i kind of like well, we kind of both go to each other for advice and it's really like nice. Uh, and I feel like we're like really on the same page with a lot of things. And sometimes when he's talking about stuff or I'm talking to him about stuff, we're always like, I can't believe you're telling me this right now. Like I was doing this yesterday, you know, and stuff like that. So there's kind of a lot of synchronicity between the two of us. And it's, it's just a good dynamic. It's a good time. He's fucking dope. He like absolutely does his best to be like the best person he can possibly be. And he, uh, just watching him do things for himself is just really inspiring. Cause I obviously like know him and know what he's been through and I, I know how hard he's trying and stuff like that. And it's, uh, it's just really cool to see that he really gets after it as much as he can to just make himself a better person. And yeah, just a dope dude. I wish everyone could have the opportunity to meet him. And then we got number two. You gotta, I gotta get this one. This one and my dad are just like non-starters. Always, always, always. This one's gonna be my girlfriend. She's arguably the most important and influential person in my life, like bar none. She's my rock and we live together and we've been together for three and a half years next month. It's been a great time. It's been uh, not hard, but like now we're like officially living together. But for the most part, aside from like a month and a half, a couple years ago, we have been like living apart and... Uh, seeing each other like a couple times a week for i mean definitely for the last two years that's how it was we only saw each other like two maybe three times a week for two whole years just crazy that's over half the time that we've been dating and we like we weren't like long distance but we definitely like talked and facetimed and that was like we spent more time in person but we also spent like equally as much time during the week like talking to each other but yeah, it's really nice now because we live together and I can see her all the time and talk to her about all that stuff and not have to like, yeah, I can just see her when I want to see her. It's not like I have to wait until like Tuesday or Wednesday in order to see her. And so it's so like we've been through a lot of things, but it's definitely not been hard, like hardships or anything like that. At least not between the two of us. We've gone through like our own things, but we haven't gone through like anything between the two of us. Everything's been pretty, pretty cool. Like obviously um like with everything we kind of butt heads and stuff like that and i guess maybe that's because we both have our own preferences and those those are the kinds of things that like lead to us compromising and like compromising in the way to where like uh you know you feel like you're not bending for the other person you know it's like we're just trying to make everything as fair as possible and uh but like those kind of conversations are like the as rough as it gets for the most part so it's a really really great time and uh not only that but like 
yeah, we live together, but we also, like, do all of the same stuff together. I play a lot of, like, RuneScape and stuff like that. She plays a lot of Stardew Valley. We play Mario Kart together. We watch animes together. We've read, like, the same books. We watch the same kinds of movies. We don't really like the same kinds of movies, but we like watching the same kind of TV shows, whether it's, like, shitty reality TV or if it's, like, some kind of other thing. We, like, there's really not one thing that the other person likes that the other person doesn't. So it's really easy for us to hang out, and it's just a good time. Like, <laughs> it's just a really great time. Uh, 100% just feels like, you know, living with your best friend, and there's never any fights or anything like that. So it's just, it's awesome. And then not only that, but, oh, I didn't even know. I didn't have my volume all the way up. But not only that, but, like, um, she's also, like, a young entrepreneur and stuff like that, and that's obviously what I'm striving to be is to be my own bitch. And, uh she's doing good she's having a great time and uh she's really pursuing the things that she wants to pursue and it's like a really inspiring thing especially like being i mean i share a room with her and we both work from our room so fortunately for me i get to see that whole thing all the time and it's really awesome and like i said like i said about my dad it's pretty much like the same thing i just wish everyone could have the experience to like because i'm sure it wouldn't be the same for you to meet them and have the same experience that I have when I'm around them because like you don't know and feel them like I know and feel them and like experience it the same way. So I guess when I say those kinds of things, I wish you could meet them from my perspective and like see how dope they are from my point of view. It's just, it's great. It's like everyone needs people like my dad and my girlfriend in their life. And I'm very blessed and happy that I do. Next one, big one. So actually, uh, all these next ones are big ones for me. The last one's not like, I don't know. I'm going to talk about it, but like, I'm not that excited about talking about it because I feel like it's a little nerdy. Oh no, but I don't care. Like, it's really an important thing to me. So we'll just get there in a couple minutes. Uh, so number three, we're halfway through is we got, uh, Jeff Loomis and Marty Friedman. They're two guitar players. And they really shaped not only my guitar playing, but have introduced me to qualities and textures of music that I just can't live without anymore. And they're really integral on shaping my uh, like music taste today. And listening to both of them and like hearing their points of view on music and stuff like that, especially while I was like playing guitar so, so much and music was like absolutely the most important thing to me. Uh, they taught me not to be afraid of listening to anything and everything and just to do what you want and what you can at like the absolute highest degree like push your own limits and uh just really see what you're capable of because like you have no idea man you can really do whatever you want and they ha obviously haven't done very many things for the most part that i've been interested in other than music but they do music so well and you know them and their stories and how hard they worked and the kind of work that they put out as a result of that hard work is just like so inspiring because I am a sucker for final products and uh, knowing that they probably spent so much time and so much effort recording some of those things just for their own sake and their own creativity, I just think is so cool. <sighs> so yeah, I mean, these two dudes are like not softies, like I said, when it comes to hard creative work. And that's so inspiring. And I've been listening to their tunes for years. And I will continue to spin the same records for years to come. 
I really appreciate what they have involuntarily taught me through their work. Just great dudes. Like, I'm sure, I mean, you know, they have some pretty, they played in some good bands. Jeff Loomis is in Nevermore, and uh, he's an arch enemy now. And then Marty Friedman was obviously in the Rust in Peace era of Megadeth, arguably the the best music, some of the best, like, metal music of the 90s, if I'm honest. So yeah, like obviously they were in big bands, but for the most part nowadays, aside from Jeff Loomis, uh, they're both kind of like more in the solo music, uh, like solo artist kind of thing where they just make their own music and maybe don't have vocals on them and uh, just making their guitars sing the melodies and stuff like that and just creating the whole orchestration by themselves. So yeah, like I understand if you guys check them out and you're like, I don't know about all this. Like, I don't know if I'm feeling this. Like, you know, just think of your your inspiration, like your musical inspiration. And that's pretty much how I feel about these two. Um, next one. Also another big one, Mr. Joe Rogan. He's probably the biggest podcaster on earth right now. I think on Jordan Peterson's podcast, uh, he had said it was like a, a redo of a talk he did like earlier this year or last year and i think he said something about joe rogan getting like 500 million downloads a month or maybe it was 500 million a year yeah it was definitely 500 million a year i think i don't know he did one from last year and it was some astronomical number like it might have been like two billion or something per year, and then they, they did another interview this year, and he was like, "Well, it's probably double what it was last time." So, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, he just has so many people. He's like in so many people's ears, and that's kind of crazy. But it's really nice to know that it's not just like uh, like some politically charged like crazy fucking podcast. Like it's really just a whatever podcast, and it's just like him talking to people that he's interested in hearing from or like whatever and it's his like hunt for knowledge and his curiosity in general and just how much of a focused like dedicated person he is to all the shit that he wants to do as well as how dedicated he is to making sure that like people feel motivated and like want to change themselves and like be healthier people and stuff like that because he's got you know health professionals on his podcast all the time trying to spread the good word and obviously that's for him but you know he's doing it for everyone else as well anyways he's just a really big inspiration to me and i loved hearing his ideas and hearing other people's perspectives that i probably wouldn't have heard otherwise if i if he didn't have them on his podcast i feel like it's making me more well-rounded in my own like ideas and things that i think about because i don't know it's just like more perspectives you get like a more concrete look on what's actually going on and not like just one siding yourself in an echo chamber or something like that where maybe you don't get that much perspective and you get like not radicalized or anything but like kind of really set in stone where you'll just like fight to the death with somebody over an idea which i think is really stupid i feel like everyone should just be pretty open and receptive like know where you stand but like don't be so uh like rigid against other people because again jordan peterson i'm going to be bringing him up quite a bit today but uh one of i think it's i can't remember if it's one of the rules in 12 rules or if it's just another rule that he had said but it's like um i'll just have to look it up because it's a i'm gonna totally butcher it if i just try and say it by myself 
without looking, without looking, without looking, without looking. Where is it? Where is it? There we go. Pretend that the person you're speaking to knows something that you don't. So that is something that is so important to me. Like if you just try and be a good listener and you try and pay attention to what someone else is saying when they're talking to you, you definitely might learn something. And I, I just feel like Joe Rogan's podcast is just like a place to learn. It's, uh, it's definitely wouldn't be like some sort of formal education or anything like that. And I don't know like how much concrete information you could really take from it. That's not from a professional or anything like that. Um, but I do feel like I have much more knowledge and I just have like, I know way more about things than I normally would have otherwise. Like I would not have gone out of my way to learn any of the things or most of the things that I've learned from that podcast. And, uh, but that's a good thing because like, like I said, I just feel like it's better to know more, especially when it's like a fun way to kind of get new information. It's not something like, like reading a psychology book or something like that. It's like funny and there's fucking clips and jokes and fucking a good time, but there's also like hard hitting information. And obviously the other big thing is like how I said, he's like a hard worker and he like really gets after what the fuck he wants to do. Uh, he makes me want to say fuck you to excuses and just get after whatever I want and not stop until I get there. It's a huge motivation and inspiration in podcast and in life because, you know, obviously I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if I didn't have such a like big or if I didn't have such like a big thing that I was so involved in, you know, like, like, oh, yeah, podcasts are cool, but I'm not like super into them. Like I'm fucking into podcasts and I obviously listen to Joe's more than anyone else's. So big inspiration for me to start and keep this thing going for sure. Next one, we have someone I've talked about quite a bit on this podcast and in this episode in particular, Jordan Peterson. This person might have led me to the most amount of change, at least measurable change in my life besides my girlfriend. Um, and Jordan Peterson is a ray of insightful and spiritual light. And all he's trying to do is to get people to pay more attention to themselves and to realize the divinity within all of us. And you can take that as spiritual or not. I think it's pretty evident to everyone that humans in particular just seem to be some other kind of animal um just because our level of depth and complexity that just seems to pale or other things seem to pale in comparison like we're all really special and i think we all just need to spend more time realizing and appreciating that and just trying to learn about ourselves and make ourselves better which is like my purpose for the most part for this podcast and my YouTube channel is just like to just try and be a better person and to make myself good because it'll make the people around me good and it'll make the people around them good. And before you know it, maybe you'll have like a really great moderately sized community around you of people that are just like, you know, motivated and excited about life and just happy to do things. And they're also honest and they're also like, help you out and stuff like that. Like just, just good people, just like trying to be a good person so that people around you maybe make themselves good people in return. Um, or not, I mean, just being a good person for yourself and just, I mean, like not being super, uh, religious about it or anything, but like picture there being some sort of final, final analysis at the end of your life where like you have to look and see, you know, was I a good person? Did I like have any regrets? Did I do anything like severely out of line or anything like that? And whether you believe in it or not, I think it might be a good idea to just try and think about life like that anyways, because it might lead you to make 
like more positive decisions in the future. And, uh, and that's what I get from listening to him so much is just little nuggets of information from past or present because he talks a lot about mythology and stuff like that, which I'm also super interested in. So it's, it's fun for me to hear anyways, um, like just old school creation myths and like the Sumerian texts and stuff like that. The Enuma Elish, I think is what it's called. And uh, it's essentially like how everything got created for the most part. And that's like the oldest text that we have. Um, and I think it's like, I think it's like from 5,000 BC, something like that. It's from the Sumerians um, and the Akkadians around, or I think in Babylon, whenever Babylon was around. I'm not really sure. Old school Mesopotamia, stuff like that. Um, so he talks about that kind of stuff and it's really cool. And it's it's really amazing to see the parallels that like, because he talks about not only old myths, but he talks about like the Bible quite a bit as well. But he's using them purely for like not religion, but think of like this, the moral of story, the moral of the story you could take from something like the Harry Potter series, for example. Like, yeah, it's about wizards and like some evil wizard with no nose, like trying to fucking kill everybody or whatever, you know, but you could really take it and be like, okay, so the hero has to go and confront evil and maybe that's harry going and confronting voldemort and trying to save everyone at hogwarts or whatever but you could also take that same image of being like uh i can't think of any examples right now but somebody in the bible doing the same thing and there's a lot of speculation well not like speculation but just the deep dive into historical texts like maybe it wasn't meant to be taken as like face value maybe they're intentional stories but they are there to to explain the human experience in a way that transcends time and stuff like that it's it doesn't have to be relatable because it's just a story and you can hear the story and garner your own opinion from it and much like you would from like a superhero movie or something like that and I think that maybe that's the whole point. You know, some people really like to go see Spider-Man. They're motivated by Spider-Man. They want to be a good person like Spider-Man. Um, but they'll turn around and be like, you know, fuck the Bible. What the fuck is that old shit about? It's just some old fucking man in the sky or whatever. But it's like, no, it's, it's kind of just like Spider-Man, dude. It's just really old stories that are just meant to like show you what is possible of being a good person and showing you what's possible of being a bad person as well. And uh, anyways, that was a really long tangent. But anyways, so that's what I mean when I mean, when I say like to realize the divinity within everyone, it's just like, because whether it's God or not, we do seem to be special in comparison to all other animals on this planet. And uh, just to realize that like, you know, we're special and like, we're also important. And maybe this life isn't for nothing. And maybe it's important to like, just try and do your best now and you know we're special and our stories are special and like i said i think he's really the one person driving the point home that we are more than we think we are and it's up to you and it's up to you to want to explore that and make changes that you want but for me in particular 12 rules for life was a transformative book for me to even listen to because i i listened to it on audiobook and i think it'll have a bigger impact on me when i get the chance to physically read it and I'm listening right now to 
his first book, Maps of Meaning on Audible, and it's 30 hours, and I really wish that I could read it because it's fucking, it's crazy. It is 100%. It's like a thesis paper. Like, it's fucking dense, and some of the sentences in there, like, because he's, it's called Maps of Meaning, and he's, like, literally starting from scratch. Like, okay, what is meaning? And so like what is the meaning of this styrofoam cup if you were just to experience it for the first time you could touch it you could see it if there was someone around you and you tried to touch it and they presented to you that it might be valuable then you have a new meaning of this cup and every time you see a cup like this you're going to be like oh so that cup that looks like that and is in a special place like i don't know on a stand in the living room like a china plate would be or something like that you'd realize that those things have a meaning to them that is like special and intrinsic to where like you just know what that thing means is that you don't touch it and because it's valuable obviously and uh, so he starts from like there then he goes to behaviors in correlation to meaning and then he talks about how the brain works when it experiences the known and the unknown and like like literally the brain like i I didn't even know there were so many parts of the brain until I heard him explain and all the fucking processes and little synapses that like have to happen in order for you to like experience is fucking crazy. Anyways, that book is hard and I really wish I could read that one. Um, but it's, it's also making me a good person because it really talks about a lot of old school creation myths and stuff like that. And it's, it's actually really informative um and i wish i could pay more attention to it because i listen to while i'm at work and you know sometimes i'll get to listen like five minutes and then i'll have to like take my headphone out for like five minutes and then i'll go listen to it for like a half hour so it just feels like it's like start stop start stop and they're not like it's not story based so it's hard to keep along it's almost just pure information for the most part um but it's having a big impact on me i feel like I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm I'm really getting a lot from it. And yeah, I mean, that's really all I can say about him. He's really a big inspiration to me. And uh, I really enjoy most of the things that he's on and the content he puts out. It's just really motivating. And uh, it's one of the biggest reasons why I just want to be like a great person and just make people around me feel happy and special. And then uh, the last one, I feel a little nerdy saying this, but like people from anime and stuff like that, and this could obviously be from any kind of show, you know, if you watch like shit on the CW and you really fuck with Daredevil or whatever. And he's like, you know, a hero that fights crime and tries to make the world a better place, like inspires you to try and make the world a better place. That's like all that's like the place I'm coming from. Like I said previously, stories are important and they are really important to me, um, like very important. And it's just because like stories are old and I feel like they're intrinsically human. Like animals can't talk. We talk, we tell stories. Whenever anyone says anything, for the most part, it's a story. Like when they're talking about their own experience, it's immediately put into the context of a story. I went to the store and then this guy came out of nowhere and he was like, dude, what the fuck? And then I was like, dude, oh my God. Like that's a story that could literally be like cut out of a book. I just cut three sentences out of a book and just showed it to you. Like, that's just how it is and and that's really all that these shows are it's just like a really long story that you get to see and experience and obviously if it's produced 
the right way and makes and is like emotionally connective then you can watch it and be like oh my god like i know that i don't have superpowers and i can't like jump over buildings and shit like that but like i'm invested and these things like make me want to be a better person and i uh i'm someone who really learns through my own experience but i definitely learn a lot maybe even more actually through the experience of others like when i see somebody do something that doesn't work out like that wouldn't necessarily stop me unless it was like a truly negative thing but i'll be like oh i learned my lesson from someone else i didn't have to experience it myself and i also like i just get so much from watching other people do things and watching people in tv shows do things as well i guess and like i said while we humans don't have superpowers or some great destined path to greatness cultivated through some higher being we very well i mean we very well might like who knows but these shows and these characters are going through very very human things and are always facing adversity and overcoming obstacles you see their paths to greatness and it makes you wonder if the small steps they took towards greatness could translate into small steps you could take for your own personal greatness and i think these shows are full of lessons and thought-provoking questions to reflect on and have honestly shaped me into a better person because of them i couldn't tell you directly what those changes are but I promise they have left an impact on me that is immeasurable. I really appreciate the creators for making something that I could use in my day to day, even if they are basically just Japanese comic book characters. Like, I don't think that's the important thing. I think the important thing is like the story, what's the moral and what can you take from it? As well as, I mean, they're hella entertaining. <laughs> like I can binge watch an anime. It's, it's a good time, but I can also like have some sort of transformative experience because of the same anime that I'm binge watching. So I think it's really cool that they managed to tie those two things together and really tell incredible stories while also like staying true to just like comic book shit. Um, yeah, but I guess that's that's really all I have to say for the most part for this podcast. Those are my role models. Um, for the most part, I'm just trying to make myself a better person. So my role models have been for the most part for a long time, just trying to be a better person and trying to gather experience through heroes or people talking about heroes or people that are just personal heroes that's pretty much it man i hope you guys enjoyed episode eight of this podcast i enjoyed talking about my role models and i'm definitely feeling more motivated than i was before this just because of it thank you guys so much for listening i'll see you guys next week with episode nine have a good week i'll see you guys next thursday adios